2: Love Talk Radio.
1: On tonight's episode of Confession Fashion.
0: Monique wants everyone to boycott Netflix because she was lowballed. They holiday is tired of women using their pain to get awards. And sis, did you just really propose to him? What's good, you guys? This is the host Angel And I'm your host, Hello,
1: and you're listening to too. And one of the only confession. confession.
2: confession.
0: confession. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a mind to believe that you really wasn't doing it the whole time. It sounded like you faded out and you were just trying to pretend like you were still screaming. Eh. And um, <laughs> I don't know if I believe it. I don't know if I believe the hype. we gonna, We going to well, pretend like you did it the whole time.
1: Well, I definitely did do it the whole time. I could do it again for you all. Hey, you know, I'm just waiting. I'm not going to go ahead and do all that. Goddamn! <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's up
0: with you? Nothing. Tired. Just glad tomorrow's Friday. What? Ready to relax, you know, um, do some things. That's pretty much it. Just relax, honestly. Tired. That's it. <laughs> Shit. Tired oh. and natural, baby. Tired and natural.
1: Okay. What about you? I, love it. I, I saw the picture. Same. I was wrong yesterday and today, but I'm still tired. You know, I took a couple of naps. You know, I've gained some weight back, you guys. So, like, I'm started to have a back problem because, you know, I bartend or whatever. And um I have a membership with Massage Envy, but I never go. And so um, I called. You don't want nobody
0: me. touching on you? Is that why? Mm-hmm.
1: No, it's, I mean, well, of course, I don't want nobody like, touching on me like that, but um, it's just, I I just never really feel like going out rather than just take a nap. And I'm just like, damn, I got to drive 20 minutes to Briar Creek, and I'd rather just stay home and not worry about it. But today I went, got a massage, and it Ooh. wasn't the same lady. It, it wasn't the same way it did me before. I felt like she was kind of lazy. Like, I told her I had, like, back and I swear she just laid on me the whole time. Like, she just laid on my ass, like, she laid on my (laughs) lower back. Like, and it just was not, like, she was not working nothing out. Like, I was wanting her to work out the kinks. And not saying, because I do, I am a sensitive person, so it's just, like, a, a little bit can cause pain, but it was just, like, even, like, what she was doing. It was, like, barely. I felt like she was barely doing anything, so... I was just kind need of You need to leave a tip still? Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, I work in hospitality, so I always I have to leave a tip. You know, and it, so it, it she'd be, like, super nice, but I think she could tell, like, I was not really – because, you know, I never really, like – I'm not one of those people unless it was horrible, so i voice my opinion. I just won't come back to you. But it's just now I'm just going to be like, can I get the original person that did me the first time I came here to do my massages? because this bitch, like, she's, <laughs> like, laying on me. Then she was, like, when we first started, because I'm not going to lie, I came late. And she was, like, what? Well, I'm You know your time. You know, I was, like, ten minutes late. And so she left and came back, like, five minutes later because I had to fill out some paperwork or whatever. And then – um she was just like, well, my hand, I'm having like problems. My hands are on gloves. I'm just like, okay, bitch, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she started doing it. It was and it was just to me, it just felt really lazy, you know. Um, so yeah, I I can't be fucking with that in the sense anymore. I'm gonna go back to the like I said, the other lady I had because she was good and she like she thought about it right away. And she was just like, yeah, because I noticed I I could tell the difference with your back. It's like once it's tired, so we're gonna have to work that out, you know. So um. Next time, I'm going to end up going to her. But uh, yeah, and other than that, we need to boycott talk, Block Talk Radio shit. <laughs> right. I don't traditions. know what the hell is
0: like, happening there.
1: We stay happy with Block Talk Radio. Like, I hate these. These motherfuckers would be so expensive. You know, and I appreciate it. I wish we mm-hmm. could build this software to where it's like we could connect. Maybe I'm gonna talk with you after the show to see, like maybe we could like record on something else and then download it. I don't know. Maybe that's too much. And for the time being, we have to deal with Block Talk Radio. But it's just like I'm <laughs> so tired of these bitches, right? Like, I really am. You know, we've had 134 yeah. episodes. This, this will be 134 times that we've done this shit, and. It's like technical issues, you know, today it's like the connect feature, so we can't use our mics, so we're on our phone, which sounds like super unprofessional. It's just. Yeah. If it ain't one thing, it's the next with you bitches. But,
0: yeah. <laughs> so we mad. We mad. We always mad. We
1: always mad about
0: something. We always. I mean, we need some sugar in our system. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, nice. don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and, of course, this podcast on Talk. if you can get in the damn site because they've been bullshitting, send us your confessions at confession number 2 us at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe, and tag us in the drama. Let us know what topics you want to hear. Jen, why don't you go ahead and hit them with that confession question of the day? All
1: right. Confession question. Confession question. Is it okay for a woman to propose to a man? Again, is it okay for a woman to propose to a man? And let's get into those
2: confessionals.
0: All right, y'all. Let's get into those confessionals. You sorry? agree. you for doing <laughs> <laughs> According to CBSNews.com, actress and comedian Monique is calling for fans to boycott Netflix, claiming that the streaming service lowballed her. Monique said that she wants fans to stand with her against Netflix for gender bias and color bias. Monique said in the Instagram video that Netflix offered her $500,000 for a comedy special. She pointed out, however, Amy Schumer was offered 11 million. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock were both offered 20 million. Amy Schumer she commented, "I don't believe I deserve equal pay to Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle." The comedian said that Schumer negotiated her salary after learning about Chappelle and Rock's pay, and ended up with actually 13 million dollars. Monique said that when she asked Netflix for more money, they told her, "Well, we believe what Monique. We believe that's what Monique will bring." She said, what about my resume? And they said they don't go off resumes. But Monique said when she asked why Schumer was paid $13 million, Netflix seemed to contradict itself, saying that Schumer was just in a big movie over the summer and sold out Madison Square Garden twice. Um, Monique asked, is that not on her resume? Wanda Sykes responded to Monique's video and said that Netflix offered her less than half of $500,000 she said she was offended but decided to shop her special at Epics instead Monique returned to Instagram after Sykes tweet and said while she had no problem with Schumer getting paid thirteen million, she hinted that Netflix lowballed her and Sykes because they are black. She pointed out that between both of them both of their careers, they have more than fifty years of experience. How is it that when it comes to two black female comedians, they are that are still at the top of their game. After 50-plus years being in business, we'd be offered collectively $750,000. Make that make sense. Now, Monique is the only one of the uh, um, person that's mentioned comedians to receive an Oscar that she won Best Supporting Actress in 2010 for Precious. However, in recent years, her star power has warned. Her comedian special was in 2016. Uh, Twenty, was 2016 something different um, on Amazon which was self-released. Also Monique has 150,000 followers on Twitter versus 4.7 million that Amy Schumer and the 5.3 million Chris Rock said. And um, a Netflix spokesperson told this to CBS News um, but they don't have any comment on contract negotiations. Jim, what is your thoughts on this?
1: So my thoughts Honestly, they're, like, a little conflicting because I've, I've listened to her speak about it. She was on uh, Sway in the Morning, and her reason behind everything I kind of understood, but at the same time it was kind of like, I think you're a little full of yourself, but you kind of have a right to be, but you saying stuff like, you know, you're the most decorated comedian alive, and it's just like, that's not true. Even though I would say as far as black comedians, I would put her in that top tier. Um you know, it's like her some more uh whoopee gober, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I can I can definitely see her getting more being worth more than five hundred thousand, but to say that she should be getting twelve million, you know, like Amy Schumer, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And it's not the fact I, I do think honestly she is more talented, but the thing is Amy Schumer is popping or she was popping when mm. she had the you know, when she came out the Netflix special that didn't do well, you know, but she had a world tour and she sold out um, in every arena that she went to, you know what I'm saying, and it's just like we haven't really heard from O.N.E., you know, I, I'm sure she's probably doing, like, local comedy clubs, like, wherever she lives and, you know, she's doing indie films, but as far as, like, in the comedy scene, um, I don't think that she's. She's going, like, above and beyond, you know. And it's just the entertainment in general. It's like you could have done everything. You could have, like, Bow Wow, you're talking about Bow Wow. You know, you could have sold out mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden twice ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? You could have done this. You could have done that. But it's just, like, what have you done in the past, you know, yes. couple of years, two years, years you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The past year, exactly. You know, I, I listen to your podcast. But it's like besides that, I don't really hear her talking about anything else. So, for her to want to go and say boycott Netflix, I'm not boycotting, but I, I can see where she's coming from. I do feel like that they need to be more appreciative of black women and black talent. Um, but at the same time, she, they did give Shonda Rhimes $100 million. So maybe they just need to pay more attention to black women comedians. Because I do think that a money special would do well on Netflix, do do very well. They would make their money back. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, part of me is just like, yes, you know, black women are underpaid, but at the same time, you know, if you're not producing the numbers right now, then you can't be requesting, you know, the same amount of money that people are, that are. It's just like, you don't compare. I'm sorry. It's just like Monique, I don't know if she's an A-list. A, I mean, she's an A-list actress, but as far as like it, the comic world with... I can't see a room full of non-African-American people fucking with Monique. You know what I'm saying? Like how it is with with Chris Rock and um, Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah.
1: Mm Mhm. So, I I don't
2: know.
1: Uh I I definitely feel like they love her and I do appreciate the fact that she did decide to part ways with them and not, you know, do any sort of dealings with them. Um, Time. You know, maybe three, four million. You know, I could see, but it's like, you know, I, I don't see you getting twenty million for no special. I'm sorry. Like that, that mm-hmm. would be life changing for you. <laughs> you know, you're not doing, you're oh, not doing those normal. You're not doing those <laughs> those numbers, and it's no shade. It's just, in all honesty, it's like she's not selling out arenas. You know, Monique's not. You know, I could see her doing comedy clubs and you know, small theaters, and that's about it. But how did you take everything?
0: Well, I'm broke as hell. I'm poor, obviously. So when I seen that she was upset about $500,000. I was like, girl, what? Half a million? Do- girl, what are you just talking about? But then I started reading a little bit more, and I realized, you know, Schumer, she got, you know, $13,000 after renegotiating. And obviously, they definitely million. don't deserve $20 million. And I thought it was $12 million. Yeah, $13 million. I thought it
1: was $12 million.
0: Was it $13? Yep, $13 million. She renegotiated. It was originally um it. I don't remember. Let me see. But yeah, it was originally um a, a lower amount, and then uh, she ended up getting that higher amount, and it was just like, damn, like so that. Okay, yeah, it, she originally had um was offered eleven million, but she renegotiated her salary and ended up with thirteen million.
2: Okay. So,
0: so yeah, I mean, I was just like, damn, that's 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 fucked up, you know. Because, like Jen said, Monique did do. She she is a funny individual. I think she would definitely do good on Netflix. Um, But she shouldn't expect, talented, like, the whole world. Manager. Yep. Mm-hmm. But she can't, like, I want all of y'all to boycott with me because I was lowball. Because at the end of the day, I feel like she still would have took that money had she not known what everybody else received. You know, she would have like, oh, okay, 500000 that's cool. You know, that's some bullshit, obviously. You know, especially yeah. if you making, you know, $20 million off of her special, you're only giving her, you know, $500,000, not even a piece of the pie, you know. But it was it was interesting to see how people, they reacted to that. Um, I feel like Amy Schumer, she's kind of like a little, like, that was a little bitch made for her. I don't think I deserve equal pay with Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. Uh, okay, but shut up, though. So
1: the same thing it's the same thing with chris rock and Dave chappelle it's like amy schumer like let's be realistic like you are not on the same level as them like they are comedic legends and they're doing higher than you they're doing more than you are you know what i'm saying so it's just like you can't expect to be getting 20 million for you know be happy with the. you know i'm glad she went back she got the extra two million but it's like you're not there yet you know i know you won't win it's right but it's just you know, if if there was a male comedian getting twenty million that you felt was on your level, that's fine. But you are nowhere near, and I can't say if you will be on the same level as the
0: Chris Rock. But I don't Chabelle, think so. that's not what she. That's not what she. That's not what she meant to say. And I feel like what I she know, was she saying came, was she came
1: back. She came back, and, and after yeah, that fact, was like a quiet back. After, Yeah, but that's how people yeah, took that's, that's how people took it when it first came out. You know, and she came back and was like, "No, she." Um, I guess went to different networks and they were offering this and she was like, well, shit, if she can get, they're doing this. or if you could do this and then that's when Netflix gave her an extra 2 million, but nation America took it as her trying to combat what, you know, what men are getting. It's not the same thing. These are these are are we talking about or Are we talking about
0: um, Amy Schumer? Right. But that's not what I, what you're saying is totally different from what I'm saying, I feel like. What okay. I'm saying is, okay. I feel like, I feel like Monique is saying, like, oh, well, you know, how did Amy Schumer get this amount? And I only got $500,000. And so, Amy Schumer, she's like, well, you know, yeah, I got, you know, 13000 I mean, $13 million, but I don't think I deserve equal pay to Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle because, you know, they're better than me. But overall, I deserve more pay than you. Like, that's how I felt. Like, when I read that, I, that's how I took it, like, you know, Monique is saying, how did she get this amount when, you know, all of them got this amount? And she's cool. I'm sure Amy Schumer Pell's fucking, yeah, I got $13 million, you know, but I don't right. think I deserve to get equal pay for, you know, to Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. You know, and Monique is saying, Jordan like, bitch, I deserve to get more Schumer than
1: you. And, she, and, and that's not true. You know, maybe in in her prime, yeah, but it's like mm-hmm. not right now, No. You're not yep, more popular yep. than Amy Schumer. I'm I'm sorry. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I do feel like you should be getting uh, 500000 is some bullshit. Because uh, Monique is yeah. a legend. Like, let's be real. She's an Oscar winner. You know what I'm saying? And if, if we're talking about comedic. She's one of the queens of comedy. Like, she's hilarious. I've, we've seen her specials. But it's just like you're not doing the same numbers mm-hmm. as someone like Amy Schumer right now. You know, I, do I think she's more talented, more mm-hmm. talented than Amy Schumer is? Yes. But uh, I mean, business is business, you know. If if your videos are getting twenty thousand and she's getting two million on her videos, and it's just like, no matter what the resume says, it's about what's being produced. Well, who's gonna look at this, you know?
0: Yeah, and they also they also added the fact that Monique she only has one hundred and fifty thousand followers on Twitter um, has to do with it too, because Amy Schumer has four point seven million and Chris Rock has five point three million. Do you think that should have had anything to do with how much Monique of was course. getting paid?
1: Of course, of course, of course. you ever yell in my
0: ear like that? Okay. I didn't
1: yell. <laughs> I didn't yell. But it's just like that's that's where we're at now with with Netflix. You know, in general, it's a it's on the computer. You know, we're in this time to so mm-hmm. where. It's, Yep. You know, the people that, that are going to go out and look, they're, they're advertising issues the Internet, you know, and you're going to have to do some self-promotion as well. And it's just like if you promote to 150,000 people compared to somebody else that's promoting to 5 million, it's like that's a that's a big difference, you know.
0: hmm so, yep.
1: I do understand where she's coming from, but it's like we have to be realistic in life, you know. Monique, mm-hmm. you are a queen, but you are not there anymore. You are not there mm-hmm. anymore. You know, but at the same time, I do think it's a bullshit. They definitely should have gave her because a movie comedy special, a new movie comedy special would do very well, you know what I'm saying, And in all honesty. You know, I, I've been waiting to see some new material from her, whether it be a movie or television show, you know what I'm saying, I listen to her podcast every week. Even though a podcast sometimes they can get a little annoying because she's a little preachy and then there's random people calling in, like, throughout the show, and there's, like, their – Um, opinions aren't really clear, you know, so it's just like, but at the same time, I do appreciate it, you know, but, um, yeah, we got to be realistic in our goals and anyways, let's move on to the next topic. All right, next topic, Amara La Negra, she was on the Breakfast Club, um, y'all don't know, we've talked about Amada before. She's an uh, Afro-Latina artist of Dominican descent, um, and she talked colorism. She's also on Love and Hip Hop Miami this season, um, and also trying to break into the music industry in the States. She mentioned that she is popular in the Dominican Republic and in Latin America, but she now wants to sing music in English. Um, Everyone is upset with the interview, though, because Charlamagne and DJ Envy was confused about how it was colorism in Latin America, and they even went to explain how black women of color are popping, and even someone of Dominican descent as well, who's a black woman, which is Cardi B, we all know. Um, And so DJ Envy, he posed the question, he was like, do you think Cardi B's popping because she's like, and he asked him out of that. Amada, she kind of, like, got a suggestion, like, okay. She didn't say anything, but she looked like nigga, of course. You know what I'm saying? And it led mm-hmm. to Hennessy Branson on Instagram, and I'm going to read what she said verbatim. She said on Instagram was, okay, I like her. She's obviously beautiful. This is the same message my sister been trying to spread for a while now, but it doesn't count because she's not so dark. What I don't like is that they asked her if she feels that Cardi made it because she's lighter. Skin, and she made a face basically insinuating yes. Now, people fuck with Cardi because of who she is, not because she's light-skinned. I think that's what Char- Charlemagne is trying to say. A girl from her same country with the same hair, embraced from the hood, that has become a stripper because it was hard for her to, be, to find a job because of her hair and color. People like her because she doesn't sugarcoat skin. Uh, she doesn't sugarcoat shit. That's why people like her, she her, that's why people like her, not because she's light-skinned, just like the same reason people are liking you. Not only because you're dark, but you seem like a talented sweetheart. You auditioned for a Latin soap opera and got denied, not Cardi. So don't say they accepted her now because she's light, because she's not in the soap opera. She got the talent to rap in English and in Spanish, not because she's light-skinned. Not only do we have to hear from hip-hop community that we're not dark enough but we gotta hear it from a girl from our same country. Oh God, we're Trinidadian Dominican. My sister has your same hair, honey, to the T. Spread the message and do what you gotta do. But to basically say Cardi got everyone because she's light it's ridiculous. Because everyone's seen the struggle, and that being all, and that being said, we are all black. Every Caribbean country had slave owners. Some were French. Some and she I wanna say she's saying where, but I I'm hoping that she meant were. Um Sir so mm-hmm. some were Spaniard, some British, et cetera. They mix with Africans and Indians and we are woke and we're fighting for the same rights girl. So please I understand the message she's um uh, she's darker tone, but don't say she's where she's at because she's light skin. Um she also came back and um after she got like a lot of backlash from her our Instagram post, uh, she said, "I support your movement so much, and we love to see a Dominican woman make it and represent." I just didn't appreciate the gesture when you was asked if my sister made it because she is light skinned. We should not make issues between minority women, light to dark brown, because we all have to fight and work just as hard from light to dark skin brown. We are all brown, doesn't matter the levels of brown. We are to experience colorism. Consider the same to them, and we have to prove ourselves. Why? Because division and not stand for all between our own. Um, also, there um Alonso, who's Cuban, um, Afro-Cuban, and um, he also kind of checked Charlemagne. Charlemagne ended up saying that they had a conversation. And he explained everything to him, and um, he also said, "On I was listening to really in It is podcast actually before we got on air. He said what he took from it was." He didn't realize that they were having a conversation about colorism in Latin America or colorism in, in entertainment because he was saying that black women of all the sense are making, like, strides, you know, and that's why he was saying, like, um, Issa Rae, because people were like, why are you naming black American women? Like, we're talking about black women in Latin America. And um, he was saying, like, Issa Rae's popping, and he said Cardi B, and that was the whole thing with the light skin. So he said he was just kind of confused about what she was saying, and her whole statements were conflicting, and that he's going to continue to ask questions if he doesn't understand um, the issues. But um, it's really interesting, you know, and I feel like it's always a huge topic of conversation when it comes to, you know, black people in Latin America. It's, It's a very sensitive Conversation. What did you take from it, Miss Angel Fondrina?
0: Um, I think Hennessy, she's a little sensitive when it comes down to her sister, but I definitely understand where she, where she comes from when she says certain things. Like you know, we are all black. You know, back in the days, we all would have been slaves. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't don't say like you know my sister made it because she likes him. But at the end of the day, um, you know, everybody love Cardi personality and stuff. But I just I really do feel like if Cardi B she had a darker tone she probably would not be as popping. as you know silly as that may sound you know what I'm saying but i just feel like that is the truth so i yeah. i do hear where you know Amara is coming from when she when she said that and i don't think Hennessy she should have took that out of context cuz you know it's kind of true you know it's just like well yeah. you know actually you know if if she was a little you know she was Amada color people they wouldn't have been like you know they would have been tripping you know what i'm saying like oh yeah woo 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 you know what i'm saying so anyway um she i felt like she was trying to you know like be smart you know like the french the british woo 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 but it's just like okay and so people that you said she received a lot of backlash people was just like you know like mad at her for going after like, a model
1: people are just upset in general because what they were saying was is that um people are actually confused like they've never heard that's of Afro-Latinos. Like, it's people all the time, for whatever reason, they have a hard time believing that black people cannot be from Latin America, even though that is part of the Caribbean. The Dominican Republic
2: mm-hmm. shares
1: the same island as Haiti. You know, it's just a river. Like, they're literally all the same fucking people. You know, but for whatever reason, it's just like in Americans' mind. And even with some Hispanics that are, are, you know, second and third generation, you know, they have issues with black people being from, you know, Latin American countries. You know, they want to ask you, you can could, you could sit there and look like a typical Mexican, you know. You say you're Mexican, people ain't questioning you. But if you look black, they're like, oh, do you speak Spanish? You know, and you're like, no, barely. They don't believe your ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it, it is mm. I mean, it's it's a tough conversation, you know, and, and I do agree with um, if Party was Darcy, yeah, I don't know if she would be as popular. Like, she is very talented. She is, you know what I'm saying, she does have a great personality, but we have to keep it real. Like, right now, we have, you know um, – or scissors popping and she's dark-skinned. But, you know, we have, like, this, I was just talking, we have a Justine Guy. In my opinion, I feel like this, she's super adorable, you know, even though she's coolie, and, you know, and coolie are, you know, Jamaicans who are of um, African and Indian descent. She's still a dark-skinned woman, you know, and, um, you know, in my opinion, I feel like, I talked about last week on the and I feel like if she was a light skinned girl making that same music, I do feel like she would be more popular. Like, I do feel like people would beat yeah. up her ass a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing with, um, what's the girl? Seven Streeter. You know, I feel like Seven Streeter is super underrated, and I feel like partly it's because of her skin complexion. In and, and, and all honesty, and I, and I feel like a lot of times light skinned people, unless they have, you know, um, people around them that are dark skinned, mm-hmm. Then they don't really understand that whole colorism complex. They're like, wait a minute. Like, we are all still black. Like, you know, Hennessy was saying. Because I, I've heard that a million times. Same thing with Angela Ride. Like, you know what I'm saying? I listened to Angela Ride's podcast, and she and she said stuff about, like, you know, oh, I'm not trying to hear this, that light skin, dark skin complex, because we are black. And it's just like,
0: yeah, I mean, PC, you don't want to cool. hear, it, but you that know? shit is real as fuck. That shit is so right. real. Like, motherfuckers say, right. what do you, you think do? that they better you at? Here?
1: Like, Right. So people think that they're better. You are invited to certain rooms because you are more yeah. approachable. You're easier to deal yeah. with than somebody that is dark-skinned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, They you look at you at the end of the day as black, but at the same time, you do get more, you get, you know, advanced more opportunities because of your complexion. That's, that's just real. That's, that is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like even if, and i talk about this all the time, even my own family. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad, as far as on his side of the family, he's the only dark-skinned one. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like before my dad, they didn't fuck with dark-skinned people, but when they had my dad, he became the favorite because they said that he was the most beautiful dark-skinned person they they seen. So we've never really dealt with, um, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm saying, I have a good mother, so it's just like even though we're all brown-skinned and we do, you know, very enrages and shades, we never really dealt with colorism in our own immediate families, but definitely on the outside. You know what I'm saying? People look at you and it's because like, we have curly hair, but we dark skin, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers wanna have all these questions or whatever, but it's just like niggas, it's I mean, I I didn't mean, lost track and but <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like, it's just so annoying having the same damn conversation every fucking week. Like, let the girl live. If she's telling her story and that's her truth and that's something that she's went through and she feels that, then you cannot tell her. You know what I'm saying? And I'm getting tired of men trying to tell a black woman how to feel. Like, you know what I'm saying? If if she feels like this is something that she's went through in her own personal life and she knows for a fact she went to audition for a fucking telenovela, and they asked her, they told her straight up that she's too dark, and if they needed somebody that was more stereotypical bad person, then they would give her a call, then that is what it is. How do you think that's, that makes her fucking yeah. feel? And the fact that Charlamagne, and, you know, and I can see DJ Envy having that, because DJ Envy looks like he, he comes from a family that's everybody likes again, like his, his mom and daddy's grandparents. Mm-hmm. So he probably may not know, like, you know what I'm saying, like those struggles. But Charlemagne nigga, like you used to be black as hell, you still dark skin now, so it's just like how can you sit here and act like you're confused, like you don't really know what it's like to be for people to call your ass ugly or to feel a certain way about you because of your complexion. Like it's bullshit. You know, and it's just like yeah. part of me I was just I was I felt like maybe he wanted to, you know, portray that because he feels like he doesn't want to continue that whole um, stereotype of how people view Black women, and that we are making strides as a people, but it was just like how she mm. went about it was just ignorant. Like you know, it's it's true, colorism is real. I feel like we are getting past. It's it. not, but that, that's not saying? even
0: ignorant because Charlamagne knows that, like you said, you're, you know, you 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 bleach your skin so you won't be as black, you know, as you were. So you can't. You knew you were black as well, mother. Well, it, you know.
1: Well, it was, I wouldn't, i do so, not going to say that he bleached his skin to be, I'm not going to say that he bleached his skin to be light skin. He bleached because he had color problems, but the majority of his face was black Okay, well, hair.
0: whatever. He Okay, well, he bleached it because he had skin problems. Okay, we'll just say that for the sake of Charlotte, you know, but, like, mm-hmm. you still acting there, you know what it feels like to be dark, and you know what it feels like to not be as attractive. And I'm not trying to say, like, dark people aren't attractive. I, by no means, they are fucking beautiful. But I'm just saying that you had, you know, these complex issues, you know, the skin probably more than one tone. So you know how I feel, you know what I'm saying? And you tried to rectify that however way you chose to. So don't sit up there and act like you don't know what she's going through or how hard it took her. What you got fired four times, you really think that it was just because you were doing a bad job? You know what I'm saying? I'm sure colorism had a lot to do with that too, even with me and my job. You know, it's interesting because I am the only black person. I'm a pretty dark woman, I feel like. You know, I'm not. I'm like caramel, you know, like maybe a little bit dark, a couple darker shades than caramel. Mm. And um, it's just really interesting to see, like, how people they treat. Because I feel like if a, a light-skinned chick came to my job at work, she would definitely get better treatment than me. You know what I'm saying? But they know me longer. so It would be interesting. You know what I'm saying? But she'd have be more approachable. I don't really know. It would be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, but... Yeah, that shit is still real, no matter where it's says, So, all right, y'all, we're going to go ahead and uh, move on to the next topic. If Jim doesn't have anything else to add to this. No, you, stop the bullshit. I
1: don't. It's, I mean, I just want to say just stop the bullshit. Like, there's black people everywhere. You know, we gonna we yeah. stop acting like the only story is black people in the United States. There are millions of black people around the world. We are the first. You know, and Africans were the first people. So you can't you be dumb and just think that we only are in Jamaica and in Africa and in New York City, like we're everywhere, okay? So open your mind, open your horizon. And then also it's just like the whole colorism thing, like stop being dismissive of another person's story. If they really feel this way, even if you don't understand it, you have to be empathetic, but that's it.
0: Mm, I like it. All right, y'all, we're going to move on to our next topic, which is interesting. According to CelebrityInsider.org, songwriter Jay Holiday is going after Beyonce and many of his peers, and the internet is dragging him for it. Jay Holiday is angry that not many black male singers received 2018 Grammy nominations. Holiday, who burst into a music scene with the song Bed in 2007, said that divas like Beyonce, Cardi B, and SZA use their pain, their bodies, and their sexuality to get hit. According to Holiday, it's hard for African-American male artists to go up against Queen B because they cannot produce fake drama and use nudity as she can. He said, so apparently... The black men still losing to women. I I get it. No disrespect, I was raped by a woman. I have two older sisters. Man, I absolutely, I have absolute all respect for black women. But with that being said, understand that, understand this, man, black men, African American men from the hood. We go through everything to make sure that who we um, who we care about is taken care of. He added, "I got daughters, man. Beyonce, Cardi B, SZA, all y'all motherfuckers, stop using that motherfucking pain to make it, okay? To say some bullshit on record and get nominated for a Grammy for going through some bullshit because so have I, as a black motherfucking man." And fans obviously started bashing him for saying that. He is so bitter, and it's truly sad that him, a black man, will call out women. What man of any color does that? You are not being a man. Another one shared, because they go through pain and want to express it on record, it's bullshit. I guess singing about pain is way better than singing about putting females to bed. Sit down. And a third commenter revealed, Wow, you are disgraced. What's funny is you'll never say any of this to their faces. You are a keyboard bully. Fuck out of here. You claim to love black women, but do this disrespectful shit. You are the perfect example of having to use painful situations to showcase your art history. Black women are disrespected every day. We have enough to deal with without having to fight against our brothers. You're a disappointment. What do you think, Jen?
1: Um, I mean, first of all, what, what's your ever say? Uh, Jay Holiday, he needs to go back to bed. Like, nigga, first of all, where are you <laughs> Like, we have not heard from you in, like, seven years, like, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> and for you to come back and then want to ride, like, somebody's or you think you want to sit here and make, like, this outlandish statement about black women and feel like people are going to appreciate it. You know, and I, and I was listening to uh, The Breakfast Club, and they were talking about it, and I agree. It's just – uh another statement of how, like, a lot of heterosexual black men, they don't understand black women, and they don't really respect black women. You know what I'm saying? They they want them to be their wives. They want them to have kids. At the same time, it's just like, they want them to shut up. You know, they have very, you know, I wouldn't say bigoted, but just very, like, not understanding ways about them. And it's just like, how can you sit here and make a song about sex and be popping off of a song that, you know, the, the only song that I know you from where you talking about were sex? You know, you may be talking about some deep shit, some real shit, you know, and, and you fought somebody else for doing the same thing or talking about your pain, you know, so it's just like it, it's stupid. And, and I do feel like at the same time he's also pissed and hating from losing a Grammy to – Uh, Mary J. Blige, whatever he did, but at the end of the day, it's like, Mary J. Blige is more talented than you, and you will never reach that level, so it's just like, you need to let the shit go, be happy that you lost it to Mary J. Blige and not Justin Bieber, like, you know what I'm saying, like, it's okay. But black men, we have to stop that. Like, we have to stop attacking our women, our queens, you know. It's just like these women are popping because they're talented and they aren't speaking their truth. If you can't can't be honest in music, where can you be honest? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, Mm -hmm. why can't they sing about heartbreak if their heart was broke? You would do the same shit. And I'm sure on your past album, that's what it was about. Like, what else would you talk about? You talk about heartbreak, you talk about pain, you talk about happy times. With you in love, what what the fuck else do you talk about in music? Like, let's be for real. You talk about stocks and bonds.
2: <laughs> he just wanted something to fucking say,
1: like literally. That's all. What did how,
0: what did you take? He definitely got that one song called "Stocks and Bonds." Like, I'm gonna stock. get my stocks, stocks, stocks. I, I took from it that, yeah, I feel like, you know, because he is a songwriter, he, you know, wrote songs for people, male artists possibly, and, yeah, he lost, you know, he was upset because the Grammys are, you know, going to come, and he didn't get any nominations for any songs he wrote, whatever like that. So I felt like that. And, and you know, he can't even be sitting up there like, y'all motherfuckers, Beyonce call that beat. Like, I don't even think I heard Cardi B writing a song about pain. Like, Lord, Lynch, about that like, too. that is...
1: I was, like, this nigga's really mad. Like, why is he coming for Cardi B? Like, damn. Everybody's coming for Cardi B. Like, they stay coming for Cardi B. That's why she be stressing her out. Like, they be stressing her, that girl out. Like, and she just be right. happy living her with her life with her, with her cheating ass man. Oh, <laughs>
0: aww. aww, I know. It's so sad. That's okay. She can do better. <laughs> but I like, I, like, I like Offset, though. You know, I like their relationship. But anyways, yeah. Day holiday, he needs to just cut it. Like, you know, don't be so pitiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, you sitting up there. And, and again, you I got daughters, but y'all motherfuckers need to stop using pain to make. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm staring at you while you're sweet. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what right. what is that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get out of here.
2: <laughs> like, this
0: <that's, laughs> is crazy. Uh But you know
2: what? You so. But you know what? I
1: always think about when I used to work at Macy's, and uh, this guy I worked with, he said that I don't know if he was like at the club, and like um, Jay Holiday ended up being in his section, or he's in the same section as Jay Holiday. But he just was saying like that Jay Holiday was like very creepy and like slithery, and he was like slithering <laughs> around, laying like up under their neck. So I was just, like, when I was watching the video, I was like, damn, yeah, this nigga do look like a snake a little bit. Like he really is
2: very creepy <laughs> and weird. Oh my like, god. You know he kind of
1: like,
0: like he actually kind of looks like my um my cousin's uh, ex boyfriend. And uh, they, look, they look very similar. They look like they he had the braids, and it was really weird that she – it was just really weird. But anyway, so, yeah, I just think that he needs to stop being so petty, get his shit together, and, you know, stop bashing, like you said, our black beautiful queens because it was unnecessary. He could have came and um, distributed his message in a whole different way. He And he wouldn't have been getting bashed and people, you know – what if I actually listened to him and he was just like, man, I really wish that you know our male artists they could do something else. The men they use their bodies too. What the fuck you think, Marcus Houston, dumbass? I don't know what the hell he thought he was doing in the song Naked or uh or what is it, D'Angelo, the other song where he is naked and some men they use their bodies all the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they work out, they they get their little you know 35 pack going and be in the videos like, yeah, look at me, girl. Like, okay. So, don't even go there. Doing don't even the go there. Sweating. I know, ugh, sweating, just looking, just looking like a mess. But yeah, he got a word, <laughs> and I'm glad that. And I'm glad somebody said something to him, because, yeah, it is crazy. But, anyways, you guys, we're going to go ahead and go into our last topic of the evening, if that's cool with Jun.
1: Yes, we can move on to the last topic. All right, y'all. All right, you guys, last topic. Um, Jazz Waters, a.k.a. Jazz Fly. Um, she's a writer. I can't think of the shows that she's done, um, but she's like a popping writer. I remember her being on this show with – I remember her actually being on a reality show with um, Angela Yee and then also um, the girl from Hot 97, and it was supposed to be, like, following around, like, bloggers and, like, women in actual media. Um but anyway, she was on the Brilliant Idiots podcast, and she talked about how she had got arrested at one point because they were talking about if there were any arrests, and she admitted that she supposed to serve 90 days in prison, but somehow she ended up only getting a night in jail. Um, but while she was there, she ended up meeting the girl who was, like, uncontrollably crying. And so um, a girl had, another girl that was, like, in the cell with them had went to talk to her, and um, she said when she came back, um, Jazz asked her, like, is she okay? And then the girl was like, fuck her. Like, she just found out she has HIV, and she's still out here prostituting. Or, no, she was arrested. Um, She already knew she had HIV. And um, after, I mean, before she had got arrested for prostitution, so now she's getting, like, attempted murder uh, charges. But also um, the girl was saying that she didn't fuck with her because she was Um, the girls who have Marlon Santana set up, and if you all don't know, Marlon Santana, who is the Dominican actor that played on the Steve Harvey show, he was murdered, um, back in the day when he was like pursuing like a rap career in 2002. And, um, yeah, so like a young girl had basically her name was Monique Monique King. She basically made it seem like I want to say that she was like, um, raped or something, but they found out that she, um, they found out that she had had the boy set up, and so she ended up getting charged for that. But somehow she got out, you know, and she ended up being a prostitute, and she ended up getting HIV, and she ended up still prostituting. Now I think she's still in prison. But it's just crazy, a crazy story, and I thought it was really interesting, you know. But bitches was going to get karma. they going to get their damn karma. And now you are suffering. Well, what did you think? Do you remember Marlon Santana? What was his name? Was it like Freddy, Frankie? What was his name on the show? Honestly, I'm not sure.
0: Showing. I'm I'm you know I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure. But I do think that um yeah, I think yeah, karma. That's that's what it is at the end of the day. If you set people up, you get people killed, you know. sometimes karma don't come and, you know, the way you want it to come, you think that shit man I'm gonna get you know, killed too, you know, or or this and that or you may not even be thinking about it. And next thing you know you haven't Soon as you get done having sex with the wrong person at the wrong time, now bow, you have HIV, you're going to jail for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. I mean, just a mess, your whole life just turned upside down because you wanted to set somebody up and be foolish when you were, you know what I'm saying, younger. So it always comes yeah. back around. That's why you just and that's what you know, that's what people they say, like, don't worry about it. You know, like karma's a bitch. Like don't They're you sit back and try and get even with people because life is gonna catch up with them. You know what I'm saying? That that is true. It really is true. People, they can look like they're on top of the world. everything's popping, happening. Everything is going good. And next thing you know, you get caught in a situation that can lead to a lifetime in jail and a lifetime of, you know, prison as far as your body goes. You Your body is in prison for until so you die.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's for her. Shouldn't have had somebody killed.
2: All
1: right. Yeah. No, I I not do that. It's also, it's just sad. Like, I was just thinking, like, damn, like, where would you at in your life, like, to be kicking it with this Hollywood actor and be like, I'm going to set this nigga up. And then, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, end up prostituting. It's just a really interesting story. But it is, you know, sad on both parties. You know, rest in peace to Mother Santana. Why can't I think of this man's name? Was it Frankie? Mm-hmm. It definitely started with the F. Um, Romeo? But, uh, Romeo! Where the fuck I get Frankie from? <laughs> where the fuck did I get Frankie from? Romeo, Romeo But I remember mean, I think he was so fine Even when we, like, he was on the Cosby show and I used to watch the reruns I was like, damn, that's a good looking man Like, for real Wait, like,
0: yeah.
1: I don't even know who Romeo is Romeo is the brown skin one He, the Dominican You know who he was He was, he was Oh yeah, yeah, damn, yeah, yeah Yeah,
0: yeah yeah, that's, yeah, hmm I don't know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, hmm Yeah, that's
2: fucked so up. you yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, bull bullethead. hmm
2: Right, right. I remember. <laughs> I got it.
0: Steve I Harvey. got it. All
1: right.
0: Steve Harvey, what?
1: I said that, that was a good show. That was
0: a good show, Steve Harvey, that's all you said what you talking about well, no, the it's gal- <laughs> all
1: right
2: probably
0: ugly you going to fight you going to punch me now you going to punch me in the head no <laughs> oh
2: god
0: no, no. are <laughs> uh, you that's already that's been talking, talking subliminal? you already been talking about subliminal shit on facebook talking about the dog <laughs> shit uh no, I'm, <laughs> 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 I'm just messing around guys all right we're going to go ahead and move on to our confession question of the day So guys, confession question of the day. Is it okay? Is it okay? Is it all right? Sis. Do you want to propose to your man? Jeanne, is it okay for Sis to propose to her man? Uh,
1: No. I don't think so. You know, no. At the end of the day if you feel like you need to pose to this man, you're ready to get married, then you just need to find a whole other man that is going to be really to, willing to settle down and get married to you. You know, you can't force a man into marriage. So even if he does marry you, he's not going to be happy. He's going to end up, you know, doing what he do. You know, it's just, in my opinion, it just wouldn't make any sense. Like, and would you want to be courted? Like, I feel like that's, like, defeminizing you and be de- de- him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like you make him feel like you <laughs> a man because you're proposing to him. And it's just like, don't you want to be sitting on the park bench one day and then y'all randomly talking about life and you're like, hey, can you get this ice cream cone? And you're eating on the ice cream cone and then the ring ends up being in the ice cream cone. Like, don't you want some shit like that? Don't you want a cute story? But you just like, I done been with this motherfucker four years. He won't propose to me. We got three kids together. So I'm just gonna propose I'm like no. Sorry you wasted your time with this man. <laughs> but it's just not it's just not going to happen. Like in my opinion, I just don't see it ever being something that's ultimately gonna work out. You know, I, I don't think if a man his mind is gonna always be made up. I I don't feel like if I was cool with somebody, you know what I'm saying, kicking it dating, and then they were just like, oh, so I want to be in a relationship with you, we should get married, Then I would just ultimately feel like, yeah, like, how about it? No. But I want to get married to you, I want to get married to you. You're not going to force me on this shit. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of times with women, because i was having a conversation with my mom about this, um, a while ago, and she had said, "Like women are always not prepared for marriage. Like it's just like at, at any point in their lives, you know, if they get serious with the man, they in love with the man, they are ready to marry them, no matter if they're 16 or 27. Which is why, you know, you have a lot of times, uh, you know, a 22 year old dating somebody that's 30, you know, and getting married to them, And even though with the failure and baby, but with her, it's not because they're they're always prepared for marriage. But men don't ultimately feel like that. You know, we're kind of taught to." Have fun, and then when you're ready, cool off and settle down. Right. And don't let nobody stop you from having fun until you're ready to stop having fun. You know, so it's just, it's a difference, you know. What about you? Do you think it's okay? Would you propose to your man if y'all weren't
2: married?
0: No. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. No, I just keep hinting to that. I'm like, I think it's time for you to get married, don't you? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna like propose, like I, mean, I actually really don't have like a cute story like that. I mean, it's, it's you know, when I got married, you know, it was just at the courthouse. My husband proposed to me when I was eighteen. Um, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, you I was
1: like, you,
0: like forever so, yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, yeah, was, was, oh like almost ten years ago he proposed and we actually recently got married, you know, what four years ago, so almost four years ago. Exactly. So, um, Well, you know, we've been together for one on 13 years. It's kind of bizarre. But anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just way too long to be with one person. Ladies, stay single. Stay single. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you need to quit it. To quit I'm it. just kidding. i just kidding. It. It's not bad, doll. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um uh, I'm so horrible. But, um, no, I, I wouldn't propose. I think that kind of like what Jim said. I'm not going to say it's bad, though. I mean, if you really love him, I mean, you know, you want to get down on that one knee and you want to, you know. I, mean, I don't think it's like bad, hand, but I just yeah. feel like it's just it's just why would
1: you do that? Like, he's not going to yeah, say why? yes. If he is gonna, or if he is going to say yes, it's like he's never going to bring it up again. It's like y'all going to be straight fiancés and that thing. Like, y'all not gonna be getting married. Like, unless what you call some, Like, look, I've already got date plans. You know what I'm saying? I already got these <laughs> books. Like, you're not gonna force my marriage to the man. Like, why would you do
0: that? You know? Yeah. You know yeah. Some people, they just, that's what they, you know, they might shit, man. Like you said, we've been together for, you know, four or five years now. We got these kids together. You know, shit, nigga, it's about time that we get married, so I'm gonna propose to you. And uh, you know, and uh, it's it's kind of it's a little embarrassing. I do think from the man because especially if a woman be like, "Y'all, I'm gonna propose to him tonight," you know, woo woo woo. And uh, you know, he, he you do it in front of all the friends and family and stuff. He kind of feel obligated to say yes, even though he wants to be like, "What the fuck is you doing?" You know what I'm saying? So right. I think that you know, if like I I knew somebody who would be like, you know, girl, I think I'm thinking about proposing to my man this evening or whatever. I would be like, okay, well, you know, why you think why do you think he haven't proposed to you yet? You know, like, what, right. what's going on there where, you know, he, he's not ready to get married? Or sometimes, you know, people, they just come complacent in relationships. They've been together for so long. They live together. They just, should they're like, why, why should I get married? You know, I already got the cow. Shit, I already got the milk and the cow. Everything is free. Why should I, I put my just, name just in like, here? Y'all, you know, and,
1: and what actually, and it's funny because one of my friends, um, she recently broke up with her boyfriend for that similar reason. It was like he did wasn't sure if he wanted to get married even though they were in a relationship, they were living together and he wasn't sure if he wanted to have kids. But she was just like, Well, I don't want to force you, you know, so let's just part yeah, ways, yeah. You know, and it was hard but it was hard for both of them because they weren't in love. Sure. It's just like ultimately ultimately it's just like if you don't want what I want, then it's just like why are we doing this? You know, why are we practicing like we're going to get married when well, you don't
0: want to get married, you know, and have children because that's what I want, you know. So that's, yeah, because, I mean, what's I, the ultimate goal of a relationship? You know, you get inside right. a relationship, you know, you first you want to meet somebody, enjoy them, see how they are, you know, after the first, you know, three years of being with somebody, two or three years, you know, typically, you know, you after you've been in the worst fight, you've been in the best fights, you've seen them in and out. Worst situations, right. great situations, you know. So you can, and if you guys can get past that, then it's like, okay, well, you know, we can get married. You know what I'm saying? We done you know, did this and did that. Everything's been smooth. Right. And uh, if you don't want to get married, yeah, yeah, I'm wasting my time because I would like to have a husband and a family one day. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, Yeah all gotta have them conversations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get married,
1: but we need to have some. Some bands on deck because I want a dramatic ass wedding. That's all only reason why we ain't married because I want something <laughs> dramatic. I want something nice. I want to be able to fly my family out. I don't want us to be worried about oh, people wow. struggling. We need to be finished with school. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just right now is not the time, but we definitely want to get married and we definitely have had those conversations. You know what I'm saying? But it's just you know you got to make sure you know where you at with mm-hmm. your spouse. You know. Yep, yeah, you right. Guys- and not proposing to his ass. So <laughs> who do you think of
0: would you
1: propose to Chris? would well with well, us is different, we both men. I, I think either way, it's just like I think once we have a conversation like we're ready to get married, it'll probably be the next day or two where one of us ends up posing. Cause like we already know we want to get married. Like we already have had the conversation, you know. It's just we both want to be comfortable. You know, we wanna be like why right after we have kids, we wanna I mean right after we get married, we wanna travel you know what I'm saying, heavily, and we want to have kids, you know what I'm saying, so it's just like we want to be able to do all those things and not just, you know, I, I just want to have something, I just want to have a psychodramatic wedding. You know, I want to enjoy being married, you know, and it's just like right now I are together a lot, you know, and I do, I know that's my partner, but I just, you know, as far as me ready to take on your debt and all that stuff, we have to be in a different place first, you know
0: is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, he feels, and he feels the same way, you know. So, yeah, It's a yep. big responsibility. Thankfully, when me and my yeah. husband, we got married, we had too much debt. <laughs> 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 all the debt came afterwards. So it came in our days. So, you know, okay. it's just a, a damn mess. But you do know, though, like if you get married um, and you, like, file taxes or whatever like that, and, you know, the debt came prior to um the debt came prior to you guys being married, then you can file this form, I forget what it's called, and it's like a, um, a spouse release where you won't have to pay their debt, like they won't take like your taxes for, you know, like his debt or whatever the case because you guys weren't married at the time. Just let you know. Just let you know. Yeah. Yes.
1: Well like I said, I still want a nice ring. I still want a dramatic wedding. I still want a nice <laughs> I want to own a home. You know I'm
0: saying? It's just so I just feel like marriage. Okay, is so you, you seem like you want a lot of shit. So I, I got a question. What happens if he proposed to you tomorrow? Well, I mean, we've kind of already
1: had this conversation. Like, right? so it's kind of Okay, like, so what? Know, we, so we so before, the conversation we you talked had? Before, like I said, we talked before, and it's just <laughs> like, we already kind of feel like we already kind of feel like we are fiancés because so we know we're going to get married. But I'm just not going to be like, oh, this is my fiancé for the next five years.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: we're going to get the nice ring, you know, and then in six months we get married. Like, you know what I'm saying? When we're at that place in time. You know? You feel what I'm saying? You mm-hmm.
0: feel me? Okay. So you didn't answer my question. What if people vote to me tomorrow? What happens if people yes. to me tomorrow? I would say yes. And when would y'all get married?
1: Like, like, I'm saying five years from now. So I'm like, what's the point? I hate you. Like, what's you the
0: point? I you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I guess that's enough of the question of the day. Since Jean is gonna get married five years from now, after he got everything in order, like he must, he must be thirty-two. He gotta be thirty-two, okay? Like, exactly. Get on my nerves. Get on my nerves. All right, y'all. We're gonna go into our um, confessing of the love this evening. Jean, what are you confessing your love for this evening?
1: I'm confessing my love for people that move on the internet in, you know, normal and they have fun and it's, you know, and it's lighthearted and they don't think anything's directed at them. And it's not about you. I mean, Angel we're going to have a conversation after the show. But to people just to think that, you know, something that you say jokingly is like not shame, you know? That's what I'm Okay, clearly
0: that's about me, guys. Clearly that's about me. But, um,
2: it's cool. Guys. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um and guys, I'm sorry. I just really don't have a confession this evening. I'm really tired. Um I still don't feel good. And I don't know. I really love you guys very much. And I wanted to say thank you all so much for always tuning in and listening when you have an opportunity to when you can. We all know where everybody's busy. I know everybody don't always have the opportunity to tune in and listen in, but when you do get that time and that opportunity, feel free to join us and join the conversation and, you know, hit me up on, on, you know, Instagram or Facebook, or if you got the direct connect, hit me up on a text message. And once again, guys, we just really love you, and we want to thank you all so much for your consistent support. And that'll do, guys, that'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. (laughs) So, Yeah. Thank you for listening. You guys can expect to hear from us <laughs> next Thursday, January 25th at the... Oh, wait, today is Thursday, the 25th. But you guys can expect to hear from us Sunday, whatever day Sunday is. At Friday same uh, 6.30, p.m. to 7.30, Eastern. We want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Turn the second Facebook. And uh, once again, just thank you. It's your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, Angel Vandrina. And you are listening to the one and mm-hmm.
1: the only. So Tell us
0: Bro, where's the horn?
1: Get away to hear all on this crappy ass boat.
2: Well, okay, good night. <laughs> Bye.
1: As a busy weatherman, people rely on me for up-to-the-minute weather reporting, which means I need energy to keep me going throughout my day. Well, right now, you can get two Dunkin' Bacon, Egg, and Cheese sandwiches for $5. Well, in that case, the forecast calls for rain, sun, partly cloudy, high, low, scattered, isolated, umbrella jacket flip-flops with a 100% chance of looking up on the Internet. I've got sandwiches to eat. Humidity, dew point. Get two Dunkin' Bacon, Egg, and Cheese sandwiches for $5. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply